If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy and I love watching scary movies and so I watch them so that you don't have to and never have I regretted that more than today. Oh no! (laughs) I hated this movie. No! You did? That's that that never happens. I think it's the, it's, I hated it more than Green Inferno. I think it's the the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And I was furious afterwards. And no. I'm, I thought about watching a whole new movie to talk to you guys about, but oh then God, I thought people bad. need to know how much I hate this oh movie. Oh my God, no, 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 no. So buckle up, but before we get into that, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> this is horrible news. Did anything scary, <laughs> scary happen scary, to scary. us this week besides what's about to happen oh to us? Oh God, no. Oh no. I think the only thing I just I want to tell you guys about I haven't talked about this yet, right? How I'm rewatching the Vampire Diaries. Well, you have talked to us a lot about how we must watch the Vampire Diaries. But I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say, is that a joke? That's like oh, I feel like you talk about it all the time. Uh, like once a day minimum, you mention Vampire Diaries. No, but so not I, on the but not so on the podcast. It's not public. It's not public. Knowledge. I think you have brought it up on the podcast before. You. <laughs> I have. You, know, you bring it up once a day. <laughs> I have. But, Wait, no, have, but I, have, but I you, use, have I used it as a check-in, actually? I don't know. No, no. And I'm dying to hear about yeah, it. I want to so know. Even it. if you have, let's let's. I almost watched it. it the other day, Henley, which is going to make you furious because I then I didn't. But like, you know, it's, it's same. You're working. You're, you know. It's it's getting closer to yeah. reality for Emily Wearing and I. Wearing us We're, down is the words I yeah. was trying to find. We're circling, pressing the play button on, yep. That, yep. on that show. The Vampire Diaries is... <laughs> such a perfect show in (laughs) so many ways i have already seen it and i recently was thinking about what i should watch and i was like you know what i'm just gonna see how i feel to rewatch this show that i really enjoyed the first Mm -hmm. time i don't usually rewatch things in this way but i was like i'll just put it on if i'm bored you know i'll turn it off you guys blink of an eye four episodes in they haven't <laughs> gotten up from the couch like i'm doing it i'm doing it wow. hard doing it um, hard and it's like shows everything the show is like a mix of like gilmore girls meets like uh true blood i can't even say true blood that's not even really accurate because Real? it's so tame um yeah sure riverdale it's like there's a okay l- i don't like the tone with which you said that <laughs> <laughs> no, that was- 
was so dismissive. So really yeah, points sure. against. Um. <laughs> Riverdale. Uh, so Vampire Diaries also gets as crazy as Riverdale does, but not as insane. Um, and I don't know what to say about it except for the fact that all of the all of the actors are like so pristine looking and kind of either mm-hmm. you like it they're like too perfect looking so either this you're gonna Nina be into it right yeah is that how you say her last name i don't I even no know i've never said it out loud i just freaking went for it it's that sounds right nina said it with a lot of Dabrev. this other um person named candace king who is has a pretty funny instagram presence now ian Summerholder. oh and, okay this is mm, what his deal yep. is yeah people and love Paul him leslie yeah they now he looks own, like he was made for the vampire diaries See, I, yeah, he? he doesn't do it for me but perhaps if i watch the vampire every time I, every time i'm like i hear that name and i'm like oh right who's this guy and i look him up i'm like this guy <laughs> see he he's might... also in the rules of attraction right i think maybe that's what i like him from i don't I... know but he's a whole vibe he's a definitely a vibe and him and paul wesley who's the other vampire other main vampire are still like best friends and now they own like a bourbon company together and that's what famous men do together they they open (laughs) alcohol brands with their friends and they just post these like incredibly awkward instagram videos of themselves on their and like their oceanside malibu mansion it's you know the vampire diaries has taught me a lot it's taught me about friendship um that's a main thing it's taught me about how to be a better friend. It's really inspired me about what to do in life or death situations. Wow. So we have a lot to thank for um to Vampire Diaries. It's I it's just such a deep comfort to me. And I, I don't even know like how I got here, but I just need you guys to know that it's okay. still the of uh, the best show I've ever seen. And if wow. you guys wanna rewatch it with me, I'll watch it again with you. Yeah, where are you in it right now? I'm only just finishing the first season, so I I really don't remember anything that happens in the later seasons. When did it come out? There's so many episodes. It's like 2009, I think. Okay, yep. 2010. Yep, yep. So all of the early 2010s fashion, you know, the like the mm-hmm. like low rise boot cut jeans, mm. the tight cardigans. It's it's a vibe. <sighs> you guys, someone else, someone else, save me from myself because I I don't even know. I'm go. I'm going to watch this show eventually. I promise you that. Eventually, I promise you that I will watch it as well. I just had a beautiful fantasy of us as like the Golden Girls, retired, living together, binge watching Vampire Diaries. Diaries. (laughs) (laughs) The forty fifth time. Never been happier in my life. Well, another thing that I hope we all do together until the day we die is um, go to the Korean spa. I went to the Korean spa. For the very first time. Can you believe that? And I guess that's what's scary is that it was the first time I'd ever been. And what's also scary is which one do you go to? Maybe my favorite thing on earth now. Um, We went to Wee Spa. Okay, nice. Which for those who are familiar with the Korean spas of Los Angeles, it's like the not fancy one. And Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. I've never. Wow. I have a lot of thoughts about it. It's great. It's so great. I was talking to Joel about it because I, I think like m- m- the male association with being naked around a bunch of other men is, is really different. It's really different. Not, and a lot of people aren't comfortable being naked around a lot of people. I definitely did not used to be, but there's something about being there where it's just like you immediately are just like, well, right. Yeah. We're all naked. And it's like, you just like, don't even think about it. So that's also, it's great and very freeing. Were some people clothed. No, you're, no, you're not allowed. allowed to be. 
You're not allowed. Okay, okay. That that's important. There's like a a the sauna floor. The, yeah, the sauna like, floor. They are separated by sex, which is the thing I'm I'm a little bit curious about. Um, the dynamics of that in terms of inclusivity, but mm-hmm. putting that aside for the moment because that's not something that my brain can um deal with in this moment. It was really great, and there were just all ages of women, all different kinds of bodies. It's really freeing to just be like, oh, right. We all just have like parts assembled together in a way. And like, who cares? And the thing that made me really happy is there were a couple children there. And I was like, man, imagine if you were raised to having seen all different kinds of bodies and like be comfortable with your own and not feel like it's weird. I just like can't even fathom that. Like, I know. I was I think it's so also amazed. like more common in other countries yeah. where there's nude beaches and it's more normalized. I think it's like very American to be like so sex focused and also so repressive. Yeah, and like it's really wild. <laughs> it's really confusing. It's I really did. confusing. And like, and I think that was my biggest takeaway from being there is just like, oh, like I've, I've simultaneously, I have never felt more naked in my entire life. Like never in my entire life, I felt more naked, but also never have I felt more like my body is just the thing that like holds my Your organs parts together. together. Yeah. Like it was just like, so, cause I want to talk about, I got, um, Sammy being the lovely friend that she has got me a little gift certificate. Um, and so I booked a treatment. I got a massage with a scrub. Have you ever done this, Henley? Yeah. Oh my God. It was, I'm so glad I did it. It was like the funniest experience of my life because it was, it was like, it was, I feel like so many spas you go to like a, like Western and American spas. It's like peaceful music. Everybody talks in like a whisper and come on in here. Have your privacy. I'll be right back. And this one is like, get on the table. Like we hose you down. Yes. You You are butt ass naked, like truly just like naked. Everyone around you is naked. Literally everyone. They walk you down in front of everyone who's also getting all their treatments done onto a plastic massage table. You lie face down on it. They throw buckets of water onto you like a beached whale. And they're just like, like, it's, and just like, okay, turn over and like splashing water on you. And okay, sit up, sit up. And she was like, it's just like, you are like just roughed around because the point is it feels like so much healthier in that it feels like it comes from a culture where it's just like, right. You just like take care of your body and every now it's not like spa it's not treating yourself it's like yeah get a scrub get cleaned off like be you know what i mean it's just like mm-hmm. i i truly it was making me laugh so hard at like every <laughs> massage i've ever gotten where it's like so discreet and they like you know you're naked and so they're they have you turn around and they like hold the sheet up to block your little body and then when they pull your <laughs> leg out they like wrap your leg in the sheet and this one she was just like grabbing me turning me over throwing water on me scrubbing my body like it was not at all relaxing but in a way that felt like so (laughs) freeing i just i like i was trying the whole time to be like like embed every moment of this into your brain like never forget what the full 90 minutes of this experience was it was 90 minutes too it was 90 minutes it was absolutely incredible i'm obsessed with it i had the time of my life 
But I, I just want to say, like, if people have thoughts about Korean spas, like experiences that I should have or whatever, like, just just let me know. Also, <laughs> if, you, if you identify know. as male and you go to the Korean spa, I'm also curious. I want to know what that exp- I'm like, I want to know what that floor is like. It seemed like there were a lot of men there. And yeah. I think it's probably somewhat similar that it's like weird at first. Yeah. And then you just kind of get used to it. Or maybe it's less weird. Maybe men are like more... Not the men I know. <laughs> Never nudes. They're not. They're, yeah. But I just think I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm curious. I'm curious. And that's all I want to do now. OK, Sammy, did anything scary happen to you this week? I had the week off of work this Ooh. week, which was really, really lovely. The opposite of scary. Mm-hmm. So great. So wonderful. And I um, am kind of like anti-work in general right mm. part of the <laughs> subreddit anti-work shout out <laughs> but there's something so nice about working full-time and then getting time off it feels way different from regu- my regular time off as a freelancer right yes <laughs> where i feel like guilty like i should be doing something mm-hmm. but when you mm-hmm. have very designated and limited time off it just feels so special and exciting <laughs> And I booked myself a trip to Idlewild and was there for a night. And it was really, really lovely. And I'm just curious if you guys do this where I've noticed every time I travel anywhere or take any little weekend trip or anything, it's like mostly very nice and great. But then at least 5% of the time I'll be spiraling about the version of my life that could be lived in this place and that I'm not living it. Like I'll like I immediately looked up real estate in Idlewild. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, should I move here? What would my mm-hmm. life be like here? I did that in Toronto as well. Like it's just mm-hmm. anywhere I go, I get a little bit of panic of like, what if my, the like, what if my life here would be better than my life where I am now? Which is probably something I should talk about in therapy. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. deeper reasons as to why this is happening. But I'm just curious if you guys ever feel that way. Uh- I do that. I absolutely do that. I look up real estate wherever I'm going. I like think about what it would be like to live there. But I would say it's without the anxiety and without the spiraling. Mm, that sounds healthy. My anxiety and spiraling. No, but I definitely have but, oh, that just no matter what. When <laughs> no, I travel. No, wait, wait. no, no, no. It's there. It's there. I'll tell it's you just, when I spiral. It's just more standard. It's like I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Like anytime I travel anywhere, I'm like, oh, I'm doing yes, it wrong. I get yeah. that I'm as like, well. Like I'm missing out the the, the right things to do. And it's not even, it's both, it's both like, I'm missing out the right things. I'm missing like the right restaurant or the right activity, but it's also like, fuck, I'm not in the right state of mind. Like if I was in a a better state of mind, I would be going on a walk right now. I would be having little discoveries. I would be feeling relaxed. I would walk into a restaurant and have a meal without even Google searching it and looking up the star rating. Like Mm. I would be writing in my journal. I'd be listening to music. I'd be listening to a whole album. I'd be listening to an album from the beginning to the end. Like I always want to be doing things like that when I'm traveling. And instead I'm just like, like like tweaking out like mm. feeling like anxious about okay non- you know nonsense. what i i was telling emily about this but i'm reading this book called a calm brain that talks about how our brains are not wired for this much choice in our everyday mm. lives and the fact that we have to make choices between what feels like infinite options basically every moment of every day is it's not natural and not good for our brains and not what our brains are wired to handle. So I feel like, yeah, with like, it's like social media, internet and everything, it makes it so much worse because I you know you can also like see everything else that's happening all the time. 
Right. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, what? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a good like answer or solution or anything, but maybe next time that's happening, you can at least remind yourself like, oh, right. My brain is not built to deal with this situation. And mm-hmm. that's where that anxiety is, is stemming from. It's just, well, it's a yet another th- reason why I should meditate and why everyone should probably be meditating. Yet, sure. can I meditate? Can I ever find myself meditating? Absolutely not. I'll do it once and then I'll be like, good, I've done it and I'll do it again in three months. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard habit I thought to build. you were going to say you spend 5% of your time being scared you're going to die there. I know. Because I, that's what I do. I start to go, <laughs> wouldn't this be a bad way for it all to end? And I, and sometimes it's about like where I am. Like I'm like, like you stayed in a cabin by yourself. I will spend it. If I'm in a cabin by myself, I spend 50% of the time being like, I'm so relaxed. 50% being like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> there was that as well. And surprisingly, it's not from being murdered. It's from like, if I go outside, a bear is going to attack me. You know, oh, I'm interesting. <laughs> Mine is murder or um, plane crash on my way mm-hmm. there or my car is going to cra- like something stupid mm-hmm. where it's like, did I come all the did I do this nice thing just for it to be the last thing I'll ever do? I think about that sometimes. I will say I did not watch a scary, a scary movie there. I was that's a good that's set that. Good boundary because I didn't want those thoughts in my head. But overall, it was a very lovely trip and I've had a very nice week off going to the spa. I'm making a lot of effort to relax, but it is very hard to relax. I Mm -hmm. will say that. Intentional relaxation is... do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we went to the spa and then you came home and watched the worst movie you've ever seen. I'm so mad. You hated it more than the Green Inferno? A lot more. No! <gasps> yeah. No! You thought it might be fun. Let's talk about no. it. This week's movie is The Sadness. <laughs> I hate the name. Yeah. A lot of people recommended this. Oh, I'm mad no. at all of you. Oh, no. Okay, you know how you it feels. You to take a good hard look at yourselves in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I do know how it feels. I'm, oh no, I'm like mentally putting armor on. I'm literally like, who constructing armor you? Who around my body. I be mad at? Anybody I know? I don't know if it was necessarily a recommendation. Like, oh, this movie is so. It was recommended to me as like, oh, this movie's so fucked up. Which okay, it is. Okay, but <laughs> not even in a good way. I mean, I have so many thoughts that we'll get more into. But fuck, fuck. It fuck. was written and directed by Rob Shabazz, starring Barat Zhu. Regina Lee, Yi Rung Chen, Su Ching Wang, and it's on Shudder. It's a Shudder original. Uh oh. Well, Shudder, you can just go fuck yourself, huh? So, Shudder, yeah, we take it back. We don't yeah, want don't you to sponsor, sponsor us. us anymore. Actually, yeah. I, I, I know you're not asking, but if you were asking, we would say no. <laughs> right we're right now, at least. Pissed. Okay, and get ready for this. This movie has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck. So, what? I fuck. cannot. Trust Rotten Tomatoes for anything ever again. Damn it. <gasps> a flawed system, which I did know. But when did it come out? This year. Oh, so it's new. I feel like it's sometimes new. newer ones have higher rate. Well, I don't know. I just made that up. I'm not sure. <sighs> yeah, I don't know how it happened. It has a 68% on Metacritic and a 6.5 on IMDb. So but everything I, does. So what are we supposed to do with that? Yeah, those are pretty normal ratings. It's not, pe- these are not the ratings 
that it deserves, which are which is zero zero zero. <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Oh, no. <laughs> I have never seen you be this upset about a movie. I'm like, not, I am not happy. I basically spent the whole movie trying to decide if I should turn it off or not. Like I kept having that internal debate with myself. Should I call it quits now? Should I cut my losses now? But then it just reached a point where I just felt like I had been through so much. much that I needed to <gasps> vent about it. I was How long is it? angry. Uh, it's not too long. It's like 90, 99 minutes. <sighs> but if you're hating it, that'll feel long. Felt mm -hmm. like days. We just watched Banshees of Inishir, in which I did really like half of it. And then the second half, I was like, well, thank God this movie's short. It'll be over soon. And then it didn't. It That second half that was long. It was really long. Yeah. Time slows down when you're not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it does indeed. <laughs> it does indeed. Uh, not a lot of trivia about this movie. Also couldn't find a uh, budget. There's obviously no box office. Went straight to Shudder. $37. What? 37. Say it made $37. I've I heard that's on average. 37 <laughs> Yeah. I, I hope so. That's more than it deserves. He's <laughs> <laughs> just going to keep being so mean. Oh, my God. The film was funded with a mixture of cryptocurrency and revenue from a producer's cam girl business. Thought that was interesting. Okay. okay. Cam girl. Interesting. Interesting cryptocurrency. I don't understand. I know it's like one of those. I'm like, uh oh, and one of those. I'm like, hmm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. And there's no, uh, there's very little CGI in this movie. Ninety nine percent of the special effects are practical effects. I think that's the main thing that people liked about it. Is the gore does mostly look pretty good. I wouldn't say it looks, you know, incredible. <laughs> but it it looks it's not not bad. And I think people were just very shocked by it. I'm like so confused about how this movie got good reviews. Have you read some of the, the positive review? Like, I, yeah, I'm curious what they would say. Yeah, they're saying a daring new voice in horror. No. Really uninhibited by having by to trying to get a message across which isn't praise in my book wow Fuck. oh my god well done oh man okay well so we've got a we've got a trailer we've got a red band trailer i'm assuming you don't want to watch the red band trailer we know we've got regular not. and we've got red band i figured i'd let you guys choose wow that is a real mark of how much you hated this movie is you're not going to make us watch the red band trailer. no i think you guys probably couldn't handle it to be honest Fucking so <laughs> i've literally never seen sammy this mad before i've never seen her i can see it i can see it in her eyes um, her eyes are like dead behind them never been this she's mad. so mad i've never been this mad <laughs> All right, regular trailer, please. Regular trailer, even that reluctantly. You guys, 
husband hate this movie so what much? What if we didn't? Wait, what if we wait, just wait. Can- we, it's not too late for us to stop. Let's just not do it. <laughs> Let's just not do this it. This looks horrible. Okay, okay. If we had to do movies like this every week, I simply would not be able to do this podcast. We wouldn't still be I here. I think this is going to be the worst one we've ever done. I'd we rather wouldn't watch still be here on Earth. Earth every day for the rest of my life than watch this movie again. <laughs> Wait, no. I don't know how to turn my ears off. I want to just shut my brain down. I'm so scared about hearing this movie. I'm so scared. Yeah, start shutting it down, Henley. Start shutting it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Can you just fuck, go like, can you just do can you just talk like really fast? Or yeah. or you know what? You just don't have to include everything. Uh, you know? That's true. You skip some <laughs> stuff. Do you need do you need to be able to not hold this alone is that does that that was kind of my thinking while watching it was i just first of all um as a way to potentially protect others from making the mistake of watching this movie themselves someone might think oh that movie i heard i've heard a lot about that movie maybe i should watch it and then they could listen to this podcast even just the first just right now till right now ish <laughs> and even and turn this say, off and never say mind. never mind you can walk never away mind. and walk away you can walk away so that's why this is like a true service to others to say oh, this one sammy thank you bless you except it's not a service to you guys because you guys will have to hear about it but it's a service oh, to potential listeners God. <laughs> oh my know God. you're gonna want to skip this one it's so funny to record a podcast to tell people don't listen to this. <laughs> hey, you came here to listen to the podcast. We're here to say don't. It'll still you be might here. Not wanna. We'll still be talking. You don't. You won't be listening. So yeah. what? Is, what's this for? Listen past the ad break and then. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, oh my god! Um, oh my god! Cool. Emily, are you okay? No. Okay. We're gonna no, be I'm not. <laughs> We're going to We're gonna do it. Okay. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password 
to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's just... <laughs> Let's just do Let's it. Let's just go. Let's just do Lovely. it. But yes, as you may have guessed, we will need some trigger warnings for this movie. A lot of violence. There is rape, there is sexual assault, and there's violence against children. So just basically everything bad. Mm-hmm. I have good news and bad news. Bad news is that, you know, we have to talk about this movie. Good news is that (laughs) I absolutely refused to scroll through it again to take notes. So there's going to be some stuff I miss. Great, great, great. (laughs) Great. Love that for us. And so you're welcome for that. And for everything that I do remember, I am sorry. Mm. Okay. We start with a couple in bed waking up in the morning. This is Jim and Kat. And Kat mentions how they have a trip planned next week. Jim says he forgot about it and he now has booked work and it seems like it's been hard for him to get work lately. So he's like, I have to take this job. I'm really sorry. She's um, very annoyed, says it's really hard for me to get time off work. And so they get in a little fight. She goes in the bathroom to get ready and he's in the living room and turns on the TV and we see an interview with a reporter guy and a scientist and the scientist is warning about the Alvin virus and the reporter is brushing it off and saying, you know, nobody's died yet. It's, I, you're it's all you scientists are really making a whole big thing out of nothing. A great prediction for what's uh, what you can count on in the future. Nobody's died yet. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. And the scientist says he's very worried about the potential mutations of the Alvin virus and that it is seems to be in the family close to rabies and it just has some scary potential a future that nobody seems to be too worried about except for him probably shouldn't have named it the alvin virus it doesn't sound very yeah that's true (laughs) it's like how they people take hurricanes with male names more seriously than female names isn't that crazy and i that's a fact i've never once verified i just heard it well we don't do that that and i repeat it so uh we see jim go out to the balcony and there is a person on a roof across from him, like a couple hundred feet away from him that he can see is just staring off into the distance. It looks very eerie and weird. And they're in a nasty nightgown. Did I say that already? <gasps> no, but it's important. 
And he calls out to her and says, are you okay? And this old woman turns around and the whole front of the nightgown is soaked in blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think she smiles up at him. And no. uh, then Kat comes out of the bathroom and is like ready to go. And by the time he turns and looks back, the old woman is gone. And he uh, they also run into his neighbor who is has the balcony next to him. So they kind of have their little morning check in. Hey, how are you? How's the day going? Whatever. And then Jim takes Kat to the subway station so she can go to work. And as they're driving, he's got a little Vespa. They're driving there and they pass by a really hectic, violent looking like arrest happening where it's cops arresting two or three people who are like drenched in blood that are acting like very violent. And it's looking like very dramatic. Mm -hmm. Everyone's gathered Mm -hmm. around watching. Mm-hmm. And they pass by it and and notice it, but continue on to the subway station. And then uh, on Jim's way back, he passes by the same spot and the cop car is seeming there's nobody around it anymore. And the cop car just has like all the doors open with oh. one of the cop's vests like strung over the door. Nobody's around anymore. <gasps> OK. He goes to the corner cafe by his house to get some coffee and as he's in there the old woman that he saw on the roof walks in we see her pass behind him same nightgown yeah hasn't changed. nasty Uh-oh. nightgown lady same night nightgown and other customers in the cafe notice her and someone walks up to her to ask her if she's okay and we get our first like good look at her face and her teeth look really dirty like they have like brown all over them and her eyes are puffy and swollen red and this we'll just come to learn is kind of the identifying way to Mm. see if someone is infected this is what they look like And as this person asks if she's okay, she spits in his face and her spit is the texture of hard boiled egg yolk. Ew, Ew. Sammy. It's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) No, these are the kinds of details we just don't need. And he falls backwards and she then kind of goes on a little rampage and she reaches behind the counter and grabs a like pot of boiling oil that they're making fries in and dumps it on the cook's head and then grabs his skin and is like peeling the skin (gasps) off his head as it's melting. And as this is happening, we see the other customers start attacking each other as well. So the guy who's gotten spit in his face is also now like, so they immediately lunging and trying to kill other people in the cafe. Okay. Pretty fucking quick. Yes. But, um, this is, one of my problems with the movie is it's unclear how this is being transmitted. I'm guessing it's through the spit. Or like any bodily fluid. Because it's really inconsistent because there's tons of bodily fluid in this movie and not everybody who comes in contact with the fluids Mm. get infected. It doesn't seem to be airborne, but sometimes it does. And it just is unclear and it just annoyed me. 
So Jim gets out of there really quick. He turns and runs. And as he's running back to his apartment, he sees various horrible sights, like people jumping out of windows of their apartments. It shows someone jumping out of a window. It shows them hitting the floor and really exploding. (laughs) Exploding! (laughs) And... Uh, passes by like groups of infected people, like tearing people apart and just blood everywhere and absolute mayhem. And he's running and running and running. And he gets back to his apartment, locks the door behind him. And he's texting Kat saying, where are you? Something is something really bad is happening. Don't come back here. People are going crazy. People are hurting each other. I'll come to you, like stay where you are. And as he's texting, we see from the balcony door, his neighbor coming into his house Mm -hmm. and sneaking up behind him and he turns around just in time and we see his neighbor who was uh by the way gardening when we first saw him now is coming at him with a pair of garden shears and thrusts them at jim and jim uses his hands and grabs the scissors part of the garden shears that's all he can like do to block it so it's like cutting into his hands as he's as he's trying to wrestle him away and he like gets one hand out and is just holding it with one hand and the guy slices it cuts two nope. of his fingers off la, la, la. okay and then says he's like laughing the whole time and really enjoying himself the neighbor and again puffy red eyes kind of, they also drool a lot the infected Ew. so there's like a lot of spit Ew. coming out of his mouth and his eyes are really puffy and he's laughing as he chops off the fingers and he says Ew. don't worry about your girlfriend i'll finger her for you Ew. And this is about when I started hating the movie. I was on board up until right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, thanks. And that's my main issue with this movie is it, there's a lot of sexual violence in it, as I previously stated. And I just believe it or not, don't find that fun or interesting <laughs> at all. And you don't. It makes me really, really angry. <laughs> yeah. It just feels like. A really unnecessary thing, to say the least, especially when it's like not. It's to no end. Yeah. It, it like just it's just, just for entertainment. An, like when people use it as another like, can't you can you believe how fucked up this is? Right. It's like, well, um, people experience sexual violence right. every day and that's a real thing. And so like, exactly. let's not just throw it in for shock value because it feels crazy to you because exactly. you probably have never experienced it and maybe never will aren't vulnerable to it and uh that fucking sucks yeah that's exactly right and yeah so yeah so then the movie ends (laughs) roll credits roll credits uh jim is able to i think he hits the neighbor with a toaster and is able to get away and he's running now out of his apartment trying to get to his vespa he passes a group of people who are gleefully stomping on someone's arm, like breaking Uh it. And he finds another group of people, again, ripping somebody else apart. And uh, They don't notice him. And his vest was parked right by them. And so he knows that the second he tries to turn it on, it's going to alert them to his whereabouts. And so it's kind of a stressful moment of him turning the ignition. It's not going. It's not. It's not going. And now they're all big smiling running towards him and he gets away at the last second 
and is driving his Vespa off into the distance. And we just see this kind of horde of infected people chasing him, but he's outrunning them. He's going to, he's going to get away. Cut to cat on the train on her way to really bad place to be when this is going down. Yeah. She's on her way to work, oblivious to everything that has gone on, even though her phone is in her hand. She's on her phone. He has texted her. I don't know if maybe we've done like a very slight flashback in time. Maybe it's, you know, Mm -hmm. the same period of time happening again. Mm -hmm. But just thought it's just like little details like that that were also just felt like bad filmmaking to me where it's like he we just saw him text her. Her phone is in her hand why it just feels sloppy you know is it because she's underground yeah maybe but there's other things like that i'll call them out because they all made me mad did it cut back yeah it's like cutting back to the exact same time frame that's what i thought it might be a repeat of time but or she's like me and like just on tiktok and not paying attention to the world around true could be that oblivious she could just be on tiktok that is true and the guy sitting next to her is being a big old creep. Um, this older guy, he's in the credits as businessman. So I'll call him businessman. Great. <laughs> and he basically tells her that he sees her on the train all the time. And no. he's always wanted to tell her that he thinks she's really pretty. And she's at first being polite with him and saying, oh, that's really nice. Thank you. Like, I'm just reading um, right now. Oh, you know what? She's reading a book. I'm wrong. She was reading her book because she says that. She says, I'm just focused on my book right Mm -hmm. now. And he asks her, like, what are you reading? And she's like, eventually gets annoyed. He's being way too persistent and creepy. And she's like, you know what? Like, I've asked you a few times now. Like, can you please just stop talking to me? And impressive. And he obviously gets very offended by that and says, like, like people these days you can't even compliment a woman without her getting mad and she gets up and she offers her seat to somebody else and to this to this other woman who will become one of our characters in a moment here so uh and as this is happening we see another man on the train wearing big sunglasses but we see that under his sunglasses his eyes are looking pretty wet red and puffy Uh and he pulls out a switchblade from his pocket and just goes on a stabbing spree in this train which is incredibly scary i feel like yeah Oof, 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 oof. I, I I think this is like effectively scary. Just being on a train with someone who is just seemingly randomly stabbing people and looking so happy doing it. And one of the men he stabs in the neck and then bites and like rips out a chunk of his <gasps> neck and Ew. it sprays blood in Ew. this fountainy way that's absolutely like not not possible. But it makes like a fountain of b- blood that sprays up to the roof of the train and is just drenched. It's like puddles of blood now collecting in the floor of this train car and everyone watching in shock and some people immediately becoming also infected and attacking mm. each other. So it just spreads really quickly. Mm-hmm. 
This is where some of the sexual violence starts. We see people oh, damn it. trying to rape people on the train of uh, raping men, raping women. It just is everything they can think of is happening. And oh, God, we see uh cat watching this in terror. She's kind of huddled in a corner. Uh, there's, you know, no escape. And. She's now huddled with the woman who she gave her spot to. The businessman got up at some point because he was pissed or something and walked away. And so these two women are um, huddled together and the businessman comes back and we see now that he is also infected. His mm -hmm. eyes are red and he looks at him, says something probably fucking gross to them. His like... Re anger at being rejected turns into a desire to rape and kill cat mm -hmm. but he takes he has an umbrella with him and with his umbrella he takes out the other woman her name is molly he takes pokes molly's eye out like oh, right. takes that out of her skull okay and then okay. we arrive at the next train stop and the doors open and cat grabs Molly, who is like screaming and bleeding out of her head and obviously freaking the fuck out and grabs her. And I mean, a bunch of people just like rush off this train trying to get out of this train station. Some people are staying in the train covered in blood, having sex still naked people. It's madness. And mm -hmm. we see that she in this loses uh that cat loses her cell phone she drops it as they're running off the train and mm, we see the texts okay. from um jim and the train station gets pretty quickly empty considering all the people that just ran out but they're running for the exit and we see businessman behind them like at one end of a hallway and at the other end of the hallway the public transportation worker is like closing a gate to try to lock people in there because they've figured out something is going on and they're trying to you know keep it contained i guess and businessman breaks the glass of an emergency thing and grabs an axe out of it and is again mm. yelling things at Molly and Cat and they run and are screaming, like, hold hold the door, like, let us out, let us out. And the guy's not holding it for them, but they're just barely able to slide under the grate as he is closing it. And they make it out just in time. Businessman gets locked in and is standing, you know, th through the gate, calling out to them, like, I'm going to get you. And he's, like, wiggling his tongue at them, being all gross. Ugh. Gross. So when they become like zombies, they can still talk and yes. Like, ugh. Well, you know what? I'm not loving it so far. I'm just mm -mm. gonna tell you. So far, not for me. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot left. <laughs> I know. I know, Sammy. No, we're gonna get through it fast. Okay. So as they're outside now, right outside the metro station, Molly punches the metro worker guy and mm -hmm. he's he's an annoying little weasel know. yeah weasel thank you that's exactly right <laughs> he's like they told me to close it and they were like you could see us calling out to you and he's all crying over being punched in the face and they ask him where's like how do we get to the hospital he directs them to it and he goes with them and we see them make it into the hospital 
And then we okay. cut back to Jim, who is now on his Vespa on his way to town. And we see that the main tunnel is completely blocked with cars that have crashed into each other. So there's no way in. So he's going to have to take the long way, which is like through a rural. Rural is a funny word. <laughs> it is a funny word. Rural. Rural. Rural juror. The rural juror. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the rural juror. Rural <laughs> juror. <laughs> Remember? The did, you guys see that, did you guys see that 30 Rock episode? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody ever can know what the American movie is. I like that both response. Both. Yeah, of course. We just both said <laughs> it. We've been saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Have we seen the thing that we're referencing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you don't have to be mean about it. Sorry. Come on, Leah. I'm sorry, Emily. <laughs> I want to take You're a lighthearted right. moment to talk about the Roger, but you just Roger. shut me down. We should. We should no, take I'm a lighthearted moment. We should savor these lighthearted moments. We're all, we're all, in tr we're, you know, we're in a, a bad we're not our best selves. <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing out the worst in us. Okay. So he's going through kind of a grassy area and he finds a scythe or a sickle. I don't really know the difference, but you can picture, you know, that kind of thing that you like, use to cut weeds or corn or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Picks that up. That's going to be handy. That seems like a pretty good weapon. Maybe not as good as a fire poker, but pretty better than nothing. And he comes upon a group of infected teenage boys that seem like they were on like a softball team or something they're all in a, a uniform and they have baseball bats or maybe mm. softball bats <laughs> i think it's the same bat but different ball we don't get a look at the ball or maybe we do i don't okay. really remember well i mean I, I just i think they're all the same bats but you can picture what they kind of look like and yeah. the weapons they're wielding bats <laughs> got it surprised to say they're bad <laughs> and they are absolutely beating the shit out of a man his face is swollen like twice the size of a normal mm. head because of how much he has been beaten oh no they are he is like bleeding from everywhere they're all laughing having a grand old time it seems like it's not sadistic enough for them. And one of them has a little light bulb idea. I've got an idea. Find some barbed wire. No. And wraps it around a pole. And then they oh grab God. him with his legs, like his legs spread. And they run <gasps> him crotch no! first into the barbed wire over and over. No! What the fuck? Okay. Jim, okay. for some reason, decides he's going to go in and, and break this up and save this man, which I what? guess is no. I guess is noble, but it's also absolutely no, it's insane. Stupid. It's it's fucking stupid and and wrong. Yeah. So he goes in there with his little scythe and <sighs> is able to overpower one of the kids and hits gets the baseball bat from him and hits him with that and. The kids do run off and he gets the guy, which is also like, what are you going to do with this man now? He's clearly he's going to die. Mortally injured. Yeah. yeah. And Ugh. it just, yeah, seems it was not well thought out. But this man looks no. at him or we think looks at him. His eyes are absolutely swollen shut. Jeez. And he says, why did you stop them? I was just about to come. And laughs oh, in his face. My oh, God. 
Okay. Well, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. So I, I hate this so much. Oh my God. It gets worse. It gets worse. Oh my God. 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 So now we're back to Kat and Molly and Metro guy just arriving in the hospital uh, waiting room. The hospital seems pretty well contained. No one is infected in there, but obviously everyone's injured. It's like the emergency room. Like no one looks good, but seems like no one's infected in there. So they she brings in Molly and the nurses immediately take Molly back into the hospital to have surgery. They tell Kat, she has to stay out here in the waiting room with everybody else. And the Metro guy's like, what about me? My nose, she punched me. And they're like, uh, you're going to be fine. Like, it's not broken. Stop whining about it. Again, he looks like really mad about this. Like, he's not being tended to enough. And Kat asks to use his phone. And he doesn't want to. And she screams at him, basically grabs it from him, says, you almost got us fucking killed. Like, let me use your goddamn phone. And mm-hmm. like snatches it out of his hand. He's like, little baby. <laughs> little mad man. She she texts Jim and says, I'm at the hospital. I lost my phone. And he, I think he's like writing on his Vespa at this point. So he's not like immediately responding. But now he knows where she is. And after she texts him, this emergency broadcast comes on from it's like military generals and the president. And they're saying you know, X percent of the population seems to be infected with the Alvin virus. And that's something like 4 million people, but we're going to get it under control. And we have all these units dispatched and like help is on the way. And as this broadcast is happening, of course, the head army general's eyes start getting really swollen and red. Oh, and on this live broadcast, he then goes on a rampage, grabs a grenade from somebody, pulls the pin, and I think he like licks it as he's pulling the pin, like sexually suggestively licking this grenade as he like pulls the pin out of it and then shoves it into the president's mouth. The president's head explodes on live television. And everyone is very uh, shaken in this hospital waiting room. Shaken. <laughs> They're like not reacting that big. <laughs> but Cat uh, is looking. We're just feeling a little shaken. We're all after just this a little event. shaken in here. I think that, yeah, they're just like shocked. They don't like know what to do. No one's yeah, of like course not. Of screaming, course not. but they're all just like, uh, what the fuck? Do we do now? And. There's a guard, a security guard guarding the door with his back to the door. And we see the businessman walking up behind him with the axe and Kat and him make eye contact. And he smiles and winks at Kat. And then through the glass door axes, the guard in the back breaks this glass door so that then this horde of infected people all run in. Everybody runs Cat runs down into the hallway one direction and Metro guy runs another direction and Metro guy runs past Molly, who seems to be out of surgery and has her eye is now bandaged and she seems like sedated. She's like pretty out of it and she's just in a wheelchair um, outside of a hospital room 
and he he like looks at her and kind of does a double take like what do i do and then just like runs past her and hides under a uh, gurney or something and oh god uh as uh, he does the businessman comes back there and finds molly and asks her where your friend cat is or no where your friend is he doesn't know her name and and uh, basically i don't know says something like that's clearly who he wants to rape but she's not okay. here right now so he says we'll have fun together you and i and he takes her eye bandage off and i'm so sorry to report that he no no no, no. don't say it don't say it. we know we know we don't know say it. we know you know we know yeah yep. what the fuck yep. which like i think would kill her it's like she's screaming the whole time and it's like a really long it's like mostly on the Metro guy's face as he's hiding, like hearing her screams during this. But like, I feel like you would die. I don't think you'd be. Yeah, yeah. seems like you would die. Seems like you would die. So so these so when you're infected, it do, it's not it doesn't really even turn you into a zombie. It just makes you like because he can you can still like strategize and like, yeah, think for yourself, kind of. Yeah, you we'll know? get some exposition about it. At the very end of the movie, where all the exposition should be. <laughs> I guess that's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, that's um, horrible, and I'm seething, and I can see that you're both seething as well, and everybody's mad, and nobody's having a good time. It's just, it's why awful. did this... It's really bad. It's really bad. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. 91%. We're all asking ourselves, how did this happen? Why? How did this happen? Why? 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 We see Kat in a hallway gets she at some point took the phone from the Metro guy. So she has the phone now. She calls Jim. She's able to get through to him so they can talk to each other. And she basically says the hospital's under attack. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so scared. And he says, just hide somewhere and text me wherever you are. I'm coming there right now. So that's that's her plan. And we we see where Jim is. He's by a lake that has a floating mannequin head in it. And he has a hallucination that it like comes to life and it's a decapitated head and it's like licking its lips and like blood is coming out of its mouth. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. I'm sorry. I didn't include it. It's just like, I hate this movie. <laughs> so then we see the, the businessman goes off to go look for Kat some more, and now the Metro guy's coming out of his hiding spot because no one's around, um, except for Molly, and... Who's still alive. Who is still alive, and okay. they... He goes... But not infected. She she does get infected by now. Okay. okay. Um, but I don't know if this is the moment... Let's just say this is the moment we see, because I don't really it's remember. Just, just, but... Do you think anybody's still listening to our podcast? <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> really hard to say. Hello out there, little stranger. <laughs> I, hope not. I really hope not. So he goes into <sighs> the waiting room where basically the main attack happened, and everybody is uh, naked and bloody, and it's basically just a bloody orgy happening. Okay. And as he stumbles upon this, I think this is when Molly comes in and we see that she's infected and her and the rest of the infected kill Metro guy. And I think they like saw him in half with one of those like brain brain cutters. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. A little brain cutter. That's the medical term, mm -hmm. I believe. A hundred percent medically. 
We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting, and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I, I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The a skull, s- skull saw? The skull saw. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to Kat who is on a staircase absolutely not hiding at all for some reason <laughs> just as if she's just like tired resting which is she's not injured at all it's just so crazy you just simply can't and I, it, but it's also like she's not presented like she's in shock I don't know if this is a performance issue or something but she just looks like she's just decided to like take a little rest here <laughs> and then she's like shocked and terrified when two infected people bust in on her and find her and find her out in the open out in the open you're not hiding go fucking hide also like if you're gonna have to run away from people a staircase is the last place i'd want to have to do that whether we're running up or down it's harder than flat so like if you're gonna be in the open at least be in the open uh, on stable ground Really poor planning on cats. And it doesn't part matter here. that I'm saying this because nobody's listening to the podcast. No one's anymore. Listening. No one's listening. <laughs> right. But I but you you get it. Um Henley, it's now truly a safe space, truly just a discussion between friends. That's all yeah, I this ever is all we're doing. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so we see two infected people chasing after her. She runs up the stairs. This is now part of the hospital that's under construction. There's, you know, the little plastic sheeting hung everywhere, creepy ambiance. She is able to close the doors to a hallway and pulls off the metal arm of a of a hospital bed to mm. 
put through the door handles to mm. block it. Am I describing this well? Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I totally get to it. Kind totally of, see it. Uh, lock, lock them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but it's you know a, not holding very well, and they're bang really banging against it. It's like gonna give eventually, and she st- sure stands and stares at it for a long time <laughs> to be like, is it gonna hold? Is it gonna hold? Let me just wait this it's out. Not. I, I put something into practice, <laughs> I, and I would like to see the fruits of my labor. <laughs> if I How many shells does it, it take to break the lock that I built? <laughs> if I watch mm. it, it will hold. Mm-hmm. And the businessman appears and shoves the other two guys out of the way and sticks his face through the hole between the doors and is telling her how excited he is to see her because he's going to fuck her to death. Mm-hmm. And he is then able to break through mm-hmm. and uh, gets into the hall with her. She's running down the hall and she finds a fire extinguisher and turns back and like blasts that in his face and it, um, you know, uh, stops him for a second. He can't see where he is, disorients him. And then she bashes his head in with the fire extinguisher. Great. And this effect looks pretty good. I think this was probably uh, the best looking effect. You see, like, she fucking destroys his skull. There's parts where you see, like, individual teeth falling out of his head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It looks pretty good. But at some, in some way, it also felt anticlimactic. It's like he's the big bad guy in this movie, mm. and it was kind of just there. A little too quick. I don't know. Something about it felt, yeah, just like poorly. The buildup, I don't know. Maybe I was just too mad to. This movie um, sucks. Yeah, it's bad. Then she is pulled into <sighs> a room by a man in basically like hazard gear complete like a hazmat suit type mm-hmm. thing and this is the maternity ward we see like the okay. empty baby no babies in there <laughs> okay <laughs> um but this is where he set but up i do feel like sammy warned us about violence against yeah. children yeah it's good to maybe start preparing for that okay she goes in this room with this guy and we see that it is the scientist i think from the broadcast earlier from the interview that was worried about the album virus he is doing all his little tests in here and he has a gun and at gunpoint he tells her to handcuff herself in a shower that's in this room no. which i was like no just say no and thankfully she does she does say no which i at least appreciated that the attempt attempt to say no and he he basically because there's still you know uh infected people very close by and so obviously if you're handcuffed and they get in yeah you're you're dead absolutely fucked you're dead but he basically says uh you can either handcuff yourself i'll or i'll shoot you right now or you can go back out there i mean shoot me right now (laughs) like i want to (laughs) die yeah that's true i'd be trying to get my hands on a gun so that when push comes to shove i can kill myself yeah that's all I'm thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she does decide she handcuffs herself in the shower and it's one of the chemical disinfectant showers. So he presses a button and it's um, showering her with very cold chemicals, but also like not very well. She's, by the way, at this point, drenched head to toe in blood. Okay. So that doesn't necessarily infect you. 
Yeah. And so she's cleaned off, but still so much blood on her. It just seems like not a sterile environment Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is where we get our exposition dump. He starts monologuing about how um, the Alvin virus has mutated to affect the part of the brain that controls sex and aggression. Cool. And it makes people do the worst, most horrible things they can think of, but they're still fully conscious that what they're doing is wrong and bad. But the drive to do it is so strong that it's like telling someone not to blink. Okay. It says that he says they need their victims to be suffering. That's why they don't attack each other, which isn't true. We saw them attacking the guy, the baseball team. That guy was also oh yeah infected and having a good time. Yeah, and having a good time. So the kids are worse at it again. Like not making sense. Plot, plot not, holes yeah, not plot, making sense. Yeah, How does this get f- fucking? And also, how would this guy actually know all of this, really? He literally, this morning, no one had been infected. Yeah, exactly. When did he learn all of this? What studies is he doing? Where's his lab? And if if he knew this now, did he discover this over the course of the past couple hours? Or did he know this morning and just didn't fail to mention it? I can't imagine how he could. How could he? Doesn't make any sense. Well, I certainly hate it. Yeah, so she is eventually like somewhat rinsed off doesn't seem like enough to me but they don't seem too concerned about it even though it's like very much a life or death situation (laughs) uh she gets into some scrubs he like makes her change in front of her he's creepy like his vibe is very scary and but he's not infected like have we seen his teeth he's not infected okay but He's like very much not like a good person, a a good scientist that's like, oh, he has all the answers. Like he seems sinister. He's mm. like pacing around like a fucking the evil genius. That well, we know? That's maybe kind of how we're feeling. OK. But, OK. So she's she's very scared of him. He's not good. And she texts Jim. Like kind of secretly. On the phone, she like turns his turns her back to him, and she's texting. She's like, "Okay, I'm almost done throwing away all my, my bloody clothes without gloves into this just regular trash can that doesn't seem like um, sterile where hazardous waste should go." Uh, and so she texts him, and then as she throws the pile of clothes and the phone into the trash, the trash starts crying. Oh, what? Oh no. oh no! Is this oh, children? No. Oh no! And all the babies are in no! the trash. No. And the top baby is still alive. No, I don't want to know and anything. It more. Is the top baby? No. I'm yes, not there listening. were many babies in this in this maternity ward, and the top one is infected. No. You see, it has its red swollen eyes, and he look. This scientist looks like like I'm sorry you had to see that. And, like, basically pushes her out of the way, strangles the baby, kills mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and tells her, you know, the babies were going to die anyways when I fa- when I came here. The room, mm-hmm. they had all been abandoned. And mm-hmm. so I thought I could at least, inf- like, inject the virus into them and see if any of them were immune. That would help us find a cure. 
Okay. And uh, she's obviously, you know, horrified. And he <laughs> oh then injects her with the virus. Okay. And okay. says, you know, within the next five minutes, we'll know whether or not you're immune. And if so... Feels like not a very controlled experiment. What are our no, variables so here? Loose. So loose. Okay. This whole fucking movie's real fast and loose with any sort of <laughs> logic, logic, reason. rules. Um, yeah. I'm purpose. so mad. I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm supposed to be reacting and responding, and I, I just, I'm realizing that I can't. I can't. Everything's been shut down. And yeah. left there's your nothing body. left. I have. We're almost done. Luckily, we really we're almost done. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Cool. So he injects her. Says within five minutes we'll know if you're infected. If you are, we're going to go to the roof. A helicopter is going to pick us up. I've negotiated with whatever the government to be to like go and help work on the cure or whatever. So they wait. She doesn't seem to be turning or getting infected, and so. He uncuffs her and they start walking down the hallways to get to the roof, to the stairs to the roof. And as they get to a corner, one of the infected has the uh, businessman's axe and axes down on the doctor's, the scientist's foot. Mm -hmm. But it's high. It's like super high up on the foot. So basically only his heel is left, like chops off the whole foot mm. which i don't know i've never seen i've never seen that before you see sure. maybe a toe get chopped off i've never seen a foot get a whole, chopped a whole off foot, that high and foot. so that i was like oh huh, <laughs> oh, huh. <laughs> you're like this is an interesting oh. part of the movie the whole foot this is interesting i'm back on board <laughs> a whole whole foot. Foot. A whole one foot. interesting thing you don't see that every day <laughs> you don't see that every day why is that something that i I appreciate it. it like, you're okay, looking for anything. You're trying cool. to hold on to anything at this point. You're just give me something. Give me something. Anything but fucking dead babies and rape. I'll take a <gasps> thousand. I chopped hate off. this movie. Why is this kind of shit even greenlit? Like, right. That's my I'm question. Like, I'm, my, my anger goes all the way up the fucking ladder. Oh, like, that's, <laughs> why, that's why we're so pissed at Shudder. Like somebody had to write this. Some fucking little freak bitch had to write this. <laughs> And then, and then like 25 and imagine that people little freak bitch getting a fucking 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and yeah, being bad, getting this positive little, reinforcement this little motherfucker gets to go I'm good I made a good movie good for me <laughs> good. You, did more. you did it Rob you did people not like Rob. me I'm good I'm smart I do I did a good job Fuck no, you didn't. You did <laughs> no. a really bad job. You unleashed hell onto this earth and we will not forgive you. <laughs> this, this is a stain on our record as humans. Yeah, this is one of the worst things that humans have done. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely oh tarnishing the name of human beings. <laughs> we had a stellar record before We've this. We've done good things mostly. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable. Uh, so he's now stumbling around with a foot, most of a foot missing. And, but he's got his gun with him and uh, the infected are attacking them and he's shooting them and kills the ones that are attacking him. And then at the end of the hall, we see Jim has arrived and Kat is so excited to see him. But 
We see mm-hmm. he is infected. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eyes are puffy. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking for Cat. And because he is still kind of a little bit himself, it's confusing again. These are also the rules that are a little mm-hmm. confusing. Uh I think he goes to attack the the scientist first and sure. seems excited to see Cat. Mm. but um, I don't know, is just obviously not himself. And so he, I can't remember how he kills the scientist, but he does. And in the scientist's dying breath, he talks about how much he loved killing those babies. (laughs) (gasps) I don't know why they thought that this movie needed that, but maybe so we can like be satisfied watching him die. It's just like a confusing thing from a, a like writing perspective like he's just like oh man like killing those babies really was the highlight <laughs> of my life like this has been great goodbye so weird okay <laughs> thank you no thanks <laughs> we'll pass are we thinking he created this virus i don't think he did but he's just loving it he's just loving every second maybe of it. he did i don't know okay it feels like that would have been something he would have talked about in his last yeah that's true he that would have said that in his dying breath yeah, that's true. Fucking bitch. <sighs> yeah, he doesn't keep anything hidden. Um, but Cat is able to grab the keys to the roof from him and closes a gate between herself and Jim. So they're on two sides of this gate. So she's able to safely talk to him. And he's telling her he's like crazed and and seems like rabid. And but is talking to her and saying, you know, the this today is the first time I ever felt purpose in my life when you were in danger. I I like wanted mm-hmm. to come to you. I wanted to protect you. It was the most I've ever felt like my life had meaning. I just knew I had to come here. I had to come for you and chop your tits off <gasps> and feed them to you. <laughs> what? It's like not even it's it's. I knew some fucking shit like that was coming. Oh it's, I'm, la- I'm laughing now in the retelling, but you better believe I was seething when yeah. it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, just hearing it out of like not watching it is so insane. It sounds yeah. ridiculous. It sounds like if something that would be said in who like a South Park episode. Who is this motherfucker who, who this came from his brain? Rob Shabazz. Public yeah, enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, never taken Eli one. Roth. I like Eli more. I was going to mm-hmm. say it made me like Eli Roth more. This mm-hmm. movie made mm-hmm. Green Inferno look so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I got oh, I'm so mad. She's looking heartbroken. Her love is no longer himself. She turns, she turns to go to the roof, gets to the roof, opens the door. It's just this very bright. Uh, light coming through and we just see her silhouette disappear outside and we hear kind of distant gunfire and the sounds of obviously a a city under uh, siege and craziness happening and Jim sits with his back to the gate I think he's been stabbed or shot maybe from the scientist and he is dying and he sits and dies and smi- smiles real big while he's dying as the camera pan- like pushes into his smiling 
zombie face. And that's the end of the movie. What? Wait, <laughs> what happened to Kat? She made it to the roof. So maybe she's uh, like a little okay. Cause she like ambiguous. Maybe she made it. Maybe she didn't. It's maybe a litmus test for us, the viewer to decide oh, who the fuck cares. Like honestly, at this point, exactly. That's the biggest <laughs> takeaway. I just like, I honestly even hope cat dies. <laughs> I d- literally don't care. I, I hate this. I hate this. To die. God, that does this, this, the success of this movie means they're going to be able to make more movies and that's, what's not okay. This needs to stop now. It really was now. shaking my view of humanity reading the positive reviews of this movie. It just made me feel gross to see anyone that liked this movie. It, because it's it's not even good. There's it's nothing the there's no plot really. Nothing really happens in it. The characters are not interesting. Everything's very one dimensional. It's just shock value for shock value. It's just like, yeah, we're going to rape and kill people for fun. And that's it. How do you write a positive review of that and feel like, let's publish this and I'll be proud of writing this positive review of this movie where that's absolutely saying nothing? It's so stupid. I'm looking I'm at so mad. <laughs> I'm very mad as well. And I'm I'm I'm, no, like, I'm really I'm, I'm like mad at this singular individual who I've never met. I haven't felt this way since we did the Green Inferno where I'm like I don't know this person, but I think they're disgusting and I hate them. <laughs> and and like I can't, I like I want to scream at them. I want to like I want to find this person. I want to go to a, a, some <laughs> fucking event that this man is at. And I want to find his greatest insecurity and I want to, I want to tell it to him. I want to make him feel so small. I want, I like need, I, I want to ruin this man emotionally mm-hmm. for what he has done. Yeah. And for the blight on the otherwise pristine record of human males making movies um fucking christ Um, i'm so mad um, yeah i really couldn't believe it and that i i you can see how even after finishing i've considered do i watch a whole do i stay up late watching a whole new movie to recap but I just felt like it was a big, it got a big enough reaction from me that I felt compelled to talk about it, release process with my friends in a safe space. Did you, did you read the Roger Ebert review, which is not Raj, it's one of, you know, the little cronies who work there. Yes, and it was pretty positive. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. So it got three stars. All right. Last week we did The Black Coat's Daughter, which was like, not a great movie, but like pretty, you know, like I definitely can see the merits in it um Mm -hmm. and that only got i think two stars so it's got more stars than it three is way too many the last sentence of this review is i don't know how he or his collaborators will top the sadness but i look forward to seeing them try it makes me feel insane i don't want to live in a world where that is the last sentence Okay. Of this movie. I want to find that guy's greatest insecurity. I want to go to some event that he's at. 
want to ruin him emotionally. Simon Abrams, we're coming for you, Simon. Simon, welcome to the list. We're going to make a fucking Kill Bill hit list. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I'm going to recite it to myself every night before I go to sleep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys know I had a roommate in New York who did that when I first moved to New York. What? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I with did. her enemies? Yeah, with her enemies. Um, I lived with two like 40-year-old women when I first moved to New York, and both of them are waitresses, and they had a feud going. And um, Between each other? Yeah, between each other. Ooh, that's and traumatic in a stressful home environment. It was not fun for a lot of reasons, but that was one of them. But one of them told me that the other one kept a list of names that she recited to herself every night before bed. <laughs> Well, this is pre-sadness, so I don't even know what those names could have been. I know. I'm sure Simon was on the list as Simon Abrams. I'm sure he is now if he was not then. I'm so angry. I was so mad. Okay, and this is what I was going to say is I very rarely need palate cleansers. Mm. I usually can watch most horror movies and go straight to to bed and sleep soundly and everything's fine. I'm usually actually... Usually actually in a good mood after I watch a horror movie. Mm, mm-hmm. This movie, I my heart rate, probably my blood pressure was like double normal mm. numbers. <laughs> like my heart rate was skyrocketing. I was so fuming mad. I couldn't even think what I could possibly watch as a palate cleanser to make make anything better. Like mm-hmm. it was just, it's, it's like you're in such a state of hopelessness. Like nothing seemed like it would bring you back. Like I was like, Fraser won't even begin to scrape the surface of like what I need. <laughs> and so I ended up watching a documentary about cats. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Which did help a little bit. Was and it so, like one about cat shows? No, I did I I couldn't okay, find we, that one. That well, one not, you gotta do because it's an absolute delight. I do want to watch that one, but I think it was because it was late enough that I I knew I probably wouldn't be able to finish it and that movie I wanna really really mm-hmm. watch so i think it was just whatever something on netflix like all about cats or something like that. oh yeah 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 did it help and it did help i, I might do I, that today yeah mm-hmm. so listeners if I'm there are any off. of you left you're here, not here anymore it's just us <laughs> May just, us friends. just us in the void watching a documentary about cats because cats are really cool cats are so cool (laughs) (laughs) let's just hey forget we we didn't we didn't talk about a movie but you know what i like cats i like cats (laughs) if you don't like cats i'm sure there's documentaries about dogs i'm sure there's documentary about whatever animal (laughs) you like (laughs) and so go watch that but also if you don't like cats um why if you don't like cats why maybe explore that it is interesting the like psychological meaning behind cat people and dog people well, because also, I think to be fair to, uh, to be fair to people who don't like cats a lot of those people have grown up around ca- like Bad really cats. mean cats. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I think it can either be that or you're allergic to them. If you're allergic to them I'm I'm sorry for you and that's sad. I think one interpretation could be a need for being loved by mm. Like needing mm-hmm. acceptance mm-hmm. from the cats, people in your life. Sometimes cats will make you feel like shit. Yeah, and sometimes cats. cats make you feel really bad. Or, or more, I guess, that dogs always make you feel really good. Like dogs yes. are pretty across the board friendly. Joel has said dogs, cat, dogs are what people wish people were like. 
cats is what people are like. Mm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. cats are fickle, complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have their own needs. Perfect. They're just doing so what they want to do. So goddamn cute. So cute. I'll send you guys a video um, this morning of Theo and Mabel grooming each other. Oh, oh so that's really cute. cute. And then they started fighting, which is like, you know, that's <laughs> Mabel, that just the way it goes. I thank God. Mabel really acclimated so well. To She's the living group. her best life. Guys, send us your cat videos. Send us your cat videos. Send us videos of your pets. Spooky season is over. I can't believe it. Uh, but it's spooky season all year long here at Too Scary to Watch. <laughs> yeah. And th- we'll never have to do this movie again. No, yeah, we did Never it. again. We did it. We crossed it off our list. And we will never do another movie he ever does. And Rob I hope Shabazz he never makes another movie. And I, w- and I can't he's say gone. that. <laughs> he's gone, gone, from, gone from he's my gone. reality. He's I've gone. wiped him. I'm wiped. <laughs> Which I won't. Like, I did not feel that way about Eli Roth. I mean, I didn't. I felt angry at Eli Roth, but like, I'll watch other Eli Roth movies. I mean, obviously he won me back a little bit with Knock Knock. Which was, of course, of course. You know, and Keanu, he cares about he had- sharks. What does Rob Jabaz care about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't want to know. I don't fucking want to know. Rob. Rob. Really playing out the end of this episode as if no one is listening. And I... Hope that's the case. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's end this horrible, hey, let's wrap it up. horrible episode. I sorry. I'm so sorry. Roll credits. Roll credits. I'm so sorry to everybody. No fucking voices. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. We're so sorry. F- sorry, guys. Fuck it's not Rob. us. We Fuck love you. Fuck Simon. Everybody, go home and read your kill hit lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, go say them out loud. Pet a cat. Watch a cat movie. Um, and fucking, we'll see you next time. You know. We'll see you next time from all of us here at Too Scary to Watch. Just a good old fashioned goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailer reactions, and more. And no matter what, we will see you right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.